0: The following production is part of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. This week's episode of PSVG Prime is brought to you by the amazing folks over at Patreon.com slash PSVG, but especially Edwin Callow, Coach Hulk, Barry Cathcart, Chris M., Paul Calico, Kyle Hammond, Benny Lou. Thank you for your support. We appreciate it. And, uh, you know, if you didn't know what the Patreon gets you, There's some kind of nifty things here. Uh, Number one, you get exclusive episodes of PSVG DLC, our unrated, unscripted show most of the time. Uh, Arcadia Academia, Kevin Hates Everything, and Bored With Everything from the guys over at Bored With Video Games in an exclusive feed available only to Patreon supporters. So for just one doll hair, that's right, doll hair, it'll get you this. And you also get entered into a monthly drawing which could get you $20 to Apex Legends, $20 to the eShop of your choice, or a nifty PSVG baseball cap. To get in on all the action and help support us, head on over to patreon.com PSVG. But now, on with the show. <music>
1: Hey, you know what, guys? This right here, this rambling,
0: boring conversation containing already-made-before observations, this could be a podcast. Uh, it's actually not a bad idea. Really? A podcast? Don't you have to be some sort of whiz kid to do those? Uh, definitely not. Anyone with a computer can make one. Well, that's it. We're anyone. Let's do a podcast from right here in the booth. Who's in? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Play Some Video Games. It is I, your host, Kevin. And with me is the cranberry sauce to my stuffing, Mister Lucas Rose. You put cranberry sauce on stuffing? I, I don't know. I I I didn't. I mean, you have the notes. I didn't have any of this written. I was just winging it.
1: <laughs> you know, cranberry sauce is like one of those things, like plum plum pudding or what I don't know. Those weird old Christmas dishes that I feel like nobody makes anymore. Thanksgiving dishes.
0: I I'm with you. Although Josh and Kyle had a heated. Uh, dispute on a recent episode of board with video games about cranberry sauce and which is the preferred method they both apparently dig it i am with you i don't need it at all you put it on turkey right i I don't even do that i i cranberry sauce i don't doesn't come near me i i'm a texture eater so anything that's like jello no thanks i'm good can't
1: i understand that because you know what bugs me are you a strawberry jam kind of guy perhaps strawberry jelly okay now strawberry jelly It has the pieces of strawberry in it. Mm -hmm. And that's gross because it feels like a loogie in your mouth. Why do they do that? I don't want that. So I can completely empathize with you on this. Yeah. Or perhaps sympathize. I don't know. One or the other.
0: So actually now I feel bad about comparing you to cranberry sauce because I don't like cranberry sauce. But I like you.
1: I like stuffing. I like stuffing. I'm I'm mostly made of stuffing. You, You know what?
0: You could be the buttery biscuit to my stuffing.
1: Oh dude, I'll be your buttery biscuit all day. There somebody,
0: we go. Somebody clip that. Let's keep that one. Lock that one up in the vault.
1: Please don't use that.
0: <laughs> no, no, I'm using it. It's my new. It's gonna be my new voicemail thing. I'm here, buddy. buddy. <laughs> it any day. Please leave a message after the tone.
1: Uh, um, hello. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, is this Kevin? I think. <laughs> uh, oh boy, I'm using my work voicemail. We'll do that to make it even ooh, more official. Yes. Yep. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, I mean, it's almost Thanksgiving. We we have mm-hmm. to figure out how we're recording next week because I don't think we're taking a week off. Who knows? Maybe we'll. I don't know. Let's let's wing it. Let's see, let's see how horrible tonight goes. <laughs> if it's so bad, we'll just we'll just say forget it.
1: I like it. I like it. Well, lately we just kind of get closer and closer, and then see how we feel about it. So yeah, like let's record right before I have to edit it and then post. It. <laughs> That's how green. it always. <laughs> it's basically how it always happens.
0: It's true. It's true. Um, but yeah, so let's let's. What what are you doing for Thanksgiving? You staying home? You going out? You have a big. To oh do.
1: dude, I I okay, so these days Thanksgiving is great because I used to have to go to my in-laws, mm-hmm. my my wife's grandmother's, and it was nice or whatever, but it's your it's your Thanksgiving and Christmas family. You only see them on Thanksgiving yes. and Christmas. And so it was always kind of awkward, but now uh because my mom who lives alone, I invite her to come to our house so that we can it, it's basically a mutual beneficial relationship here because if it's just us, then we don't need to make a whole Thanksgiving day feast because yep. we have a baby and a four-year-old who will only eat McDonald's hamburgers. Mm-hmm. So not really, not really productive to do that. But if I invite my mom, then we, can, we have three adults eating, it, You know, make a small Thanksgiving meal. Now, what's beneficial about this is because I have to stay home now and start making the turkey. Yeah. And baking that up with my mom. And I don't have to go to the in-laws house on Thanksgiving. So I am that's what I'm thankful for. That's, <laughs> that's the only thing I'm thankful for. No. Um, so yeah, we pretty much just stay home. Uh we do like family stuff, watch movies, whatever, just kind of mm-hmm. hang out. When I was younger, we used to go to the movies a lot on Thanksgiving. That really? was kind of our thing. Mm-hmm. But um, we don't obviously we don't do that now because who can afford to go to the movies? It's like, hey, would you like to spend forty five dollars for your whole family just for tickets? No, thank yeah. you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's not fun. So so my Thanksgiving yeah. is exactly what you described that you no longer have to do anymore. <laughs> um well it's, it's it's we go to my my wife's mother's mother's house normally. So my grandmother-in-law, I guess you could say, would be normally where we go. So the yeah, same situation we're talking about. Yep. Um, but now she's I mean she's getting up there in in age and and her mobility isn't quite what it used to be. So now one of the aunts volunteered to host it at their house. They have like a newly remodeled kitchen. So it's just better to adapt for the size of that family. But it's the same thing. It's the family you see only at weddings or Thanksgiving or Christmas. And that's really the only time you ever see most of these folks. Um, and we all kind of cram in there. So we're, we're heading over there to do that. So my wife's going to make a couple dishes to bring. Um, it's fine. I just normally am beat by the end of it because it's just the anxiety of all those people crammed into like one place. And
1: it's like, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: And, and unfortunately where we're going, like the kids don't really have anywhere to play either. So it makes it hard to, to like be like, all right, you guys go somewhere else so you can be loud and, and oh, leave the adults yeah. alone. Kind of deal. There's not a, a huge area to do that. And because of the age dynamics we have there, there's four generations that all go to the same Thanksgiving. Wow. So you think, well, that's like, you got to try and separate that a little bit. Like, you know, cause <laughs>
1: yeah. Cause all the old people are getting annoyed with all the children running around. Cause exactly. There's exactly. No room and it's and always then, it's probably like 90 degrees in there all the time because there's so oh God, many people it's gonna
0: be yeah christmas eve like they actually leave like normally the front door is open ah, <laughs> and it's yeah. like and the house is that hot um but I, i'm interested to see what happens this year so like my oldest daughters will she'll be about 16 well she'll okay. be 16 in the beginning of december so she's just about there i feel like she's at that point where she's like i don't want to hang out with the kids but I also don't want to hang out mm. with you adults. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think it's going to Like, or-
1: So what are you going to do exactly? as, as a kid who grew up in that exact same position where all of my, like my older brother and sister were way, like all the older kids were way too old. Yeah. And then I was like the youngest and there was nobody else below me. So I was just kind of like, Hey, hanging out by myself, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, before cell phones and all that stuff. So, Thankfully, it our family just kind of stopped doing anything after that point because all the kids moved on and yeah. had their own families, and then so it just kind of stopped happening.
0: And all the adults work. Like, we don't like each other anyway. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but uh, I'm just grateful that uh, Nan is not trying to do it anymore because she would not sit down, even though oh, everyone's there helping and everyone's using her place to cook. She insists on like trying mm-hmm. to be the hostess and cleaning everything up, and we're like sit down like we have this there's so many other people's house they can do all this stuff knock it off you know
1: grandma we're just using you for your house now go yeah. lay back down in the bedroom <laughs> otherwise nobody's gonna come to see you we only come together on the holidays right. you
0: should know this now stop abuses or we're not gonna do it anymore um, make your then- delicious pie Exactly, and you know what's going to happen is at some point they will always make that reference to, "Well, this might be the last holidays for me." Ooh, like gosh, those always make yes. it awkward. She, she said that probably for about the last five or six years, I think. So I'm interested to see if she says it again <laughs> this year.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I thought last year would be my yeah, <laughs> my yeah. last things. It's like, okay, now it's getting into a conversation mode.
0: I'm thankful I'm still here. <laughs> like, uh, um, all right, that's oh. enough misery talk. <laughs> Let's move on to some fun stuff. Let's talk about video games because that's what we do here. We don't talk about
1: relatives and death and holidays R- relatively speaking we don't i see I you did there, <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, so let's talk about some video games let's Talk about okay. what we've been playing uh why don't you go first okay i'll start with the one thing that we we, we both don't have on our list and that's uh so this came about you know those little, if you're on Android, you know those little Google cards that come up when you open like Chrome yeah. on your Android phone yep. and you're like, oh, news to look at. Mm-hmm. So I think I came across a game called Yes, Your Grace, which is in Yes, comma Your Grace, which is in beta right now. And it the, the headline was like, there's still time to sign up for this beta of Yes, Your Grace. So I clicked on it because I was probably pooping at the time or something and had sure. all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. And um. I'm looking at it, and it's basically being described as Game of Thrones meets like a a pixel, uh, pixelized version of uh, what was that card? Dang it! What was that card game where uh, you had to pick between two different cards or something? Oh, uh, there was a Game of Thrones version you. of it,
0: actually. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Give me a minute. I'll I'll keep talking. I'll find
1: it. I know what it is. So yeah, it's basically Game of Thrones meets this card game. But I was surprised because I signed up for the beta and I did actually get in about two or three days before it ended. And I was surprised to find out that there's actually a story that goes along with it. You're not just sitting down trying to go through, uh, for instances in this game. I can't remember. It's rains. Rains. Okay. Yes. 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 So in rains, you just go through a deck of cards, I believe. Yep. Um. In this game, you have a family and um, they all have sort of their own things going on. Like, for instance, you have a daughter who is uh, I think she's around 16 and she is kind of acting grumpy and you don't really know why you don't get any backstory on who any of these people are. You just kind of figure out who they are based on talking to them. And it turns out she knows that pretty soon she's probably going to get married off. Like it's about that time mm. and she's afraid that she might not be ready and you're going to force her into some kind of relationship because that's usually what happens.
0: That's what I'm getting ready to do with grade. my daughter who's almost 16 too. That's, so that works. Yeah.
1: It'll be really interesting to see how she <laughs> takes to that. Um, so are you going to marry her off to some, another podcast and then that way? They, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Yes. Your grace. I, I was just interested because it was kind of like this combination of, Uh, storytelling, which I didn't even know about, and, of course, a strategy sim where you're mostly just kind of figuring out how to gain and use resources. You have gold, supplies, which is basically food, um, combat strength, and popularity. And you gain or subtract those things based on what you decide to do. So at the beginning of the day, you sit down in your throne room, And a bunch of people come into your hall and they need to talk to you. They might be your citizens. They might be lords or ladies from another uh, area, uh, your generals. Sometimes you'll send them on missions and then they'll come back and tell you what happened. Mm -hmm. And so you have all these um, different people trying to basically um, gain favors from you. Uh, For instance, one guy said, hey, uh, he was just a, a regular old surfer or just commoner and wanted money for his daughter's wedding he he said we can't really afford to um, pay for a good wedding i'm afraid of what the in-laws will think of us will you give us eight gold so that we can have this awesome wedding and i was like no i'm not going to be the
0: king who's the king that yeah
1: yeah exactly why are you asking me Well, it turns out later you find out, and since this is a beta, this is all subject to change and it's actually not that much story wise, but you find out that your daughter has been the unruly one has been sneaking out and she snuck out to this wedding and she makes a comment on how it wasn't that great because she heard that you could have. (laughs) <laughs> uh, sprung for it a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. so there are like little touches like that, that I thought were pretty cool. And, uh, so the overall arcing story though, is that there is another kingdom of barbarians who at some point earlier in your life, you and your wife were held at knife point by them. And the only way to save your lives was to promise your firstborn daughter to marry into this barbarian lordship kingship they're called like the radovan or something it was very close to something from the witcher that's how i remembered it Mm. and so that comes back to haunt you many years later where now you have your you know the lord of your own keep or whatever you're the king and uh these barbarians are now knocking at the gates they've found a way to cross over these mountains that have been protecting you for a while and uh they're starting to be seen on the uh Uh, In like the farther lands and yeah, yeah, farther out. So that's kind of where, where, where it's at now you're supposed to either uphold your promise or figure out how to fight them or or whatever. So the beta kind of ends after you curry favor with another Lord to gain military strength because you don't want to marry her off to this barbarian. And in that way, I felt like there wasn't really much choice even though I was making decisions, it didn't feel like it was changing the outcome of the story. So that was a little disappointing because I didn't want to marry my daughter off to this other guy uh, just to save her from having to marry the, this barbarian guy. Uh, but when I said no, I basically it was like, well, you don't really have a choice. So you have to do it. Anyway. <laughs> so I'm like, well, that's not really a choice at all. Right. Uh, there were a couple things. It's pixel art. So that's fine you know it's it's not a platformer so it's interest, it's more of like a point and click adventure yeah. and in that sense i did mention they they were like what was one thing you'd improve upon in this beta and i said it was kind of annoying to have to watch your guy walk from place to place because you're constantly walking to the same areas it would have been nice to like double click on something and just exit like they did in uh thimbleweed park yeah so uh overall it was kind of an interesting game though and i'm wondering if they'll bring it to other platforms because it's this nice light kind of story-driven game where you just all you really have to do or make decisions that aren't really all that you know it's not like who's going to die you know right. at least at the at this point so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it was kind of one of those nice games where you just sit back and you just kind of drink it in a little bit so it's cool and i haven't really been involved in many betas so right. it's kind of nice to just be like hey this is what i thought so uh, other than that the only other game that i've really played sorry our outer worlds is uh <laughs> jedi fallen order and i see we both have played it um, and i know because you told me where you're at in it but i will say that uh i've probably put 14 15 hours into the game so i'm pretty i feel like i'm pretty close without spoilers because i have been told that i spoil everything no <laughs> i'm not going to how... be
0: spoiling anything either so
1: yes so i'm in i'm at the place where you get the thing but you find out you can't go much farther so you come back later mhm and it's really hard. <laughs> yes. So, yes. With, hopefully that didn't spoil too much for anybody. <laughs> um, This game just continues to impress. I will say that Um, I don't, it, it just goes, it goes towards everything that most people are saying about Star Wars games that are single player. Like you, you have to really try hard not to make a good single, or at least a decent single yeah. player Star Wars game. Yep. It, you would think you're printing your own money basically at that point, and it just the fact that it ended up being good was uh just like the icing on the cake. But uh, there's one problem, there's one problem that uh that I had with the game, and I'm wondering if maybe you had a problem with it too. Hmm. And uh, it's something that comes up a lot in the game, so you see it quite a bit, and uh. And I personally struggled with this quite a bit. Um because of this. And it's I can I, I can just explain it to you in one word. Slides.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, and this isn't spoilers for anybody listening. Don't worry, we're not kind of tiptoeing about this. Apparently the galaxy is a very, very slippery place.
1: Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah, there, yeah. there's there's downward spirals, literally. Mm-hmm. Mud, ice. Mm-hmm perhaps even a waterfall at one point. I don't know. There's still a lot of game left, you know, maybe yeah, even a tree understand. trunk like Tarzan. I, I don't know, but <laughs> it's, it, I mean, there's a lot of weird surfing. So <sighs> once or twice. Okay. I get it. You have to justify the fact that you made this kind of mini game type deal. Yeah. But like it comes up on every single place you go to more than one time. And it's it's not that bad, but it's almost it's like the Mass Effect, the original Mass Effect elevators. You see it so much because <laughs> yeah. it's like, OK, what's going on here? Uh, but it common it combines like the jumping. And during these parts, I got a lot of stutter. So there were a couple yep. of times where I jumped too soon, didn't mean to. Um, so that really is like my only negative is like, what, are you, you- what were you thinking?
0: have you reached the ones that also add in the, you know, the sliding, the jumping and you having to also use force abilities. I just did. I just did. I've (laughs) done
1: it once or twice now
0: yeah it, it, i'm with you it, that's definitely one of the pain points for me uh of the game i don't really don't understand why everything had to be slippery like like you <laughs> said it, it, it's like the elevated mass effect except however you don't die in the elevators to mass effect that's true that's true and you, some of these turns except on these sides are just like nope you're going off the edge like you would you there's no way any gamer would ever know to be like okay i need to turn this direction before i even see a turn in order to, to live through these things and, like they're
1: like Skate or die for the original Nintendo had better (laughs) controls when it came to like going downhill than this. It's ridiculous. It's so tight. Like the turning is so tight. It's so weird.
0: It is. It is. Um, Are you having any other technical issues And you said you're getting some freezing on the slides? You getting in other places as well, like I did, or
1: it's, it's jumping around a bit, kind of like links awakening did. It happens, but it wasn't too. Um, problematic it, okay. it has been here and there but never uh never like falling through the floor or just going up in this yeah yeah, yeah i haven't had any of that either nothing just like freezing or stuff
0: exactly i had a lot of freezes uh, i had one point the worst one i had i think is it froze for a good 30 seconds i want to say too wow I, was like, I didn't know like i thought i was gonna have to exit out of the game but i'm like how much progress i'm gonna lose and while i was thinking about all that eventually yeah. caught up but i was just like oh great like whew. um Try, trying to figure out how to dance around this so i i have beaten the game okay it, it is done uh it took me about 20 hours uh, i did not 100 everything i'm not going
1: to <laughs> Then did you really beat the game it,
0: at all i know pe- people can say what they want you need
1: um, the bd1 skin that you're missing <laughs> that, that
0: all right so that that's one of the things i want to address here now i want to i want to preface this ahead of time because people are already probably like getting ready to be angry with me this game is easily a game of the year contender for me However, I guarantee you it is not my game of the year. It is one of the better experiences I've had. Yes, Mm -hmm. but there are are a couple of things I want to point out that are some are nitpicky. And then I I hope this one line I'm going to say a little bit later is going to really open up some people's eyes and probably make Donnie laugh harder than anybody else. But um, the story of the game, I absolutely love. I think whoever was in charge of the narrative of it, it was fantastic. And there was at one point in the game, I actually was getting tired of playing the game. And I just wanted it to end. Mm-hmm. And there was certain things that happened in the story that made me kind of sit back and go, Oh man, let's go. Like, I want to keep playing this thing. And the, and the ending I think was absolutely phenomenal. So when you get there, oh, you'll awesome. know exactly what I'm talking about. It was, it was fantastic ending to this. It, it is written much like in my mind of uh, shadows of the empire. It could have been its own standalone story kind of thing. Like it is, it is that good. Um, the whole thing about with folks saying like, oh, they need 100%. I need to get all the collectibles and this and that. If you want to do that, that's fine. The collectibles literally do absolutely nothing for you at all. And that's kind of (laughs) what I found annoying. Like the doing the force echoes on items and you get like the memories and sometimes you get like, oh, a health boost or force boost. Those were helpful. But those boxes that BD would jump in and get those were entirely useless. Like, like I don't need 30 poncho options for my guy. Cause guess what? I didn't even equip the poncho. I took it off in the second I could,
1: cause I thought it looked stupid. The poncho is um, pretty bad.
0: Yeah. I had the jacket, which only had like four different materials you can pick from. And I think like two of them were really bad.
1: <laughs> no, wait a second. You didn't want the bright yellow poncho. <laughs> no, what are you thinking? <laughs> no, Come right. on, man. I know it's
0: silly. And the, and the BD skins, like the same thing. I was like, okay, some of, the, like, some of them definitely look better than others um yeah that's for sure donnie had the had a pre-order bonus that came with his and it came with like a kind of like a goldish yellowish bd skin in it and that's Mm -hmm. the one i put on him like right from the start and i never changed it i i I looked to see what the (laughs) other ones were and i'm like none of them look as good as this one i'm just gonna keep this one yeah um so, I mean, that part is a little disappointing. I just don't feel the need to be driven to be like, oh, I need to get every box because they they just, they don't matter. I don't need more skins for the ship and stuff, you know?
1: I think EA doesn't understand how customization works because they either try to sell it to us or they just make it unlockables to, to 100% the game. And yeah. like you said if they were, if they put more work into them and had less of them, it probably would have had more impact on me. Like actual yeah. outfits would have been maybe right. better yes. and then a couple color shifts here and there. But yeah, unfortunately it's kind of like, to me, I like customization mm-hmm. and um, I, I think most people do. Right. And, but at first it's like, Oh, cool. You know, I see all these options on here that's that's really cool that there's so many different color options for your ship, your BD1, blah, 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 your poncho. You know, who doesn't want a color option for your poncho? <laughs> um, I was still waiting for the rain slicker poncho, but that never came through. Yeah, right. Um, but after a while, you unlock like five of them and you're just like, oh, my gosh. Why? How many? Because most of them you're not going to like. You're going right. to find one that you really like, uh-huh. maybe one or two. And then after that, you're just like, you look at it. I'm just going to go back to what I have. <laughs> yep. yep. And it, it it's after that, there's almost no point to it because at first when I commented about it, I had said, I liked that you got to explore and find things. Mm-hmm. And the lore is pretty cool. Except yes. for half the time he says what was already written. And then you go in there to see what it says. And you're like, Oh, he just said the whole thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the canisters in in particular were, were um pretty tough after a while i was just yeah. like oh gosh
0: i wanted outfits and the other thing that would have got me excited was other oh, lightsaber colors like that would have been something that would have made me motivated to get i know I what this looks like and what this one looks like and you know yeah but, no they're not there so um i had you get, you get the red uh, not the red you get the green and blue that you can pick okay. from from the start and if you have the digital pre-order you actually had orange was another option you had but that was it what yeah they got orange come on yep so it was just kind of like all right it was cool um one of the things i noticed that i thought was actually and this hurts me a little bit because i'm a fan of respawn i like all the games that they've made so far have you mm, this isn't spoiler so there's portions of the game where you're underwater yes um and you can open chests underwater there's obviously some of those boxes under there Mm -hmm. now i don't know if it happened on pc but in console he still just says all right go get it bd and it makes all the noises if bd goes in but bd never leaves your shoulder that just annoyed me. I found it just to be sloppy work. Like, cause BD always jumps in the box and he moves around. Yeah. But underwater, at least on Xbox, he does not leave you, but it does all the animations. And he says the same stuff. So like, what you find in there, buddy? And like BD talks back to you and stuff like
1: he might've, but I think it, I don't think I noticed it as much because of the underwater effects. Probably kind of hard to hear what they're saying. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if he leaves. The, yeah. He probably doesn't leave the shoulder. Cause why would he? Yeah. yeah. I didn't notice it.
0: So I, don't know, I just find it to be sloppy, but overall, I really like the game. But here, here's what I'm going to say. I find it ironic, especially in our circle of, of friends with some folks talking about how great it is, rushing to 100% it. This mm-hmm. is game of the year. So I want you to take a step back, Lucas, and I want you to just think of this objectively, if you can, or subjectively. I don't really know. I don't know words. The good one. <laughs> yeah, Sure. If you take away the Star Wars skin off this game. Okay. I had no idea that Link was a Jedi. And I say this because this game and the puzzles and the mechanics are Breath of the Wild. So for so many folks to be like, this game is fantastic, but they played 10 hours of Breath of the Wild. Now, yes, this is a better story because there actually is a story. So I'll knock Breath of the Wild for that. But I find that's the first thing after playing this game for like five or 10 hours. And I didn't say this in, in the discord or anything like that, that I'm like, Man, this is really similar to Breath of the Wild. A lot of the puzzle mechanics, the way you use the force is exactly the same abilities that Link had <laughs> in Breath of the Wild. So That's it's true. It's really weird that I just find, a, a, I don't want to say hypocrisy because that sounds like I'm being critical of folks, but I find it ironic. I guess that so many people are like, this game is fantastic. And I'm like, well, you could put Link in this game and it would still be, you know, it would be the same game. And it's just Breath
1: of the Wild. I, well, with a better story. But also, um, he there's no weapon durability problems. No, we just, (laughs) yes, (laughs) which is nice. And, um, I felt like, like you gain experience. And to me, I've learned Mm. through playing breath of the wild. I'm, I'm kind of conditioned to have experience. So if I, if I'm fighting things and not gaining anything from it, then I feel like I don't need to fight them. And I think those Mm. were like my bigger problems with that. Yeah. With uh, breath of the wild. But I can see what you're saying because without spoiling there are puzzles there where you're you're using there's one in particular oh my gosh i spent like 10 minutes using the same power over and over and i'm just like are you (laughs) who made this puzzle um but yeah nintendo nintendo
0: made the puzzle exactly
1: (laughs) (laughs) um there were times where yeah it it does kind of feel you you have that same stop take a look around look at your powers what do you what can you do here you know, things are highlighted in blue, yep.
0: the backtracking <laughs> so back and forth. Is,
1: it is, yeah, it is funny you say that. It's amazing how you can have so many similarities to certain games and then you just mix it up a little differently. And it resonates with other people as opposed yep. to, you know, the people yep. who love the original thing or whatever.
0: Exactly. And, and I was saying, I didn't mean it as a knock to anybody. I just find it wrong because I, I enjoyed both games. Breath of the wild in, in stars but i know there are numerous people even just in our discord that hated breath of the wild or have never given it a a, a decent go at it mm-hmm. but are infatuated with this game and it's like well they're really similar in a lot of ways like, like from so, a
1: mechanical speaking yeah. like functionality could so, you imagine a zelda breath of the wild dark souls <laughs> i could game? that's a sad part I like, mean, it, it kind of is but
0: and after beating this i'm wondering like can i actually play dark souls because i was just like i don't want to play that sounds horrible but now i'm like maybe i would
1: (laughs) i've i've heard when it comes to dark souls you should start at the the the, um latest one that was released and work your way backward because of the like the upgrades to uh quality of life things in the game so yeah yeah um other than that i dabbled
0: a little bit back into call of duty um now that i finished star wars that was kind of the game plan for my year was to wrap up star wars jump back into call of duty yeah um i'm enjoying it but i'm realizing it, and i don't know if it's just this version of call of duty or i'm just not a call of duty guy i'm having a hard time doing i'm having like just a hard time with this game i'm it's very tough to for me even though i'm playing in like an easy mode or normal mode or whatever, i didn't mm-hmm. rank up the difficulty um and it's supposed to be realistic and i get that and i guess i'm just not used to that because i'm used to games where like you can run and gun you can get hit four or five times and you're not dead call of duty that doesn't happen that way like you get hit once or twice and you're dead depending on where you are um but i do like what the game does i mean this is a real scary look at modern warfare um and just like you know you're in the middle east and like you're you're going into houses and you don't know who the enemy are because they're not necessarily wearing uniforms mm-hmm. i mean there's there's been scenes where i've, I've burst into a room and you, you can choose to open the door slowly, or you can kick in the door You know, you kick in the door and a guy's got a, a gun to a woman's head and if you don't act quick enough they will shoot that person now you don't fail the mission or anything for that but it just kind of makes me feel bad as a person as i'm doing I'm like oh i could have stopped that but there was one where I stopped it. I shot the guy in the head. My partner or my captain or was like, oh, great shot, whatever the character's name was. And then the next thing the woman pulls out a shotgun and tries to shoot me. So like, <laughs> but that's I get that's how it is. And there's people like under beds, like you walk in a room, there's a guy like just laying on the floor under the bed, I remember getting ready Johnny to shoot at you. So it's not it. like it's not like you can just walk into a room like you used to be able to just go at it. So yeah. it's a it's a scary look at how things really are, I guess. And um it, it's good. I don't mind it. I just having a hard time adjusting from like uh, you know, NAPEX Legends or uh, a Ge- even a Gears of War type shooting to this kind of shooting is as not an easy transition for me. So. Well,
1: especially for Call of Duty, which is not known for the more Battlefield. I mean, that sounds like Battlefield when you talk yeah. about it that way. So, yeah you know, you're expecting more of the action movie run and go. Yep.
0: yep. So, I, I want to yeah, die hard, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, what about the, st- are you finding like the story to be interesting enough? The story
0: is interesting so far. I'm not, I'm probably about halfway through the game and uh, the, in the campaign. And it's interesting. I like the characters that they're building. It sometimes gets a little hard to follow because there's so many different parties involved. Like you have the U S military, but then there's this other, I'm not even sure what they are covert operations group, but they're like recruiting people from all over the globe. Onto oh, one it's team. like
1: a uh, metal gear solid. <laughs> have yeah. Our, yeah. It's, it's too much of that, I guess. So
0: like, you have guys from Britain then you have guys that are in the middle East that are middle Eastern. Then you have the
1: American guy who's on the team. Are they bad guys or good guys? Those are the good guys. The, um, other, the other team is too. Yeah, yeah. Like the US military know. and this
0: other team are kind of working side by side. Okay. But then you have different factions in the Middle East, and I don't really know who's good and who's not yet. Because, like, you capture this one guy early in the game, spoilers, not really, but you know, you capture him, <laughs> and then like the town revolts and raids the embassy to free him. But I'm like, but this is a bad guy. Why are you freeing him? But then it's like, that's just how the influence is, I guess, in certain areas of the Middle that East That sounds
1: kind of cool, though, because yeah. like. Especially from the uh, perspective of working for, like, the, uh, assuming the government mm-hmm. of that place. And then you go to, I would assume, some kind of rebel or dissenter, no. you capture them, and it turns out the people love them. Yeah. Like, well, especially as an American, that's probably really hard to yep. wrap your brain around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and, and like the whole the, there was a whole mission in the embassy that was really cool like you had to even uh, navigate people uh, you were actually manning uh, cctvs and you were talking to a woman through a cell phone and just saying okay you know move forward hide behind that filing cabinet and i was actually marking places on the map on the screen and she'd have to run and hide and avoid the people as they're kind of combing through the embassy trying to find her Dang. um so yeah it, it's really it's really interesting i will say that it, it's very good i'm just not good at it i think is really what it is so um but enjoying my time with it at least. Uh, And the last thing I'm playing, I'm still taken away at links awakening uh we were laughing in discord i think it was or maybe have been Flexpo's discord about the nintendo emails that go out and tell you like how much time you spend on stuff like how I'll spent like 50 <laughs> yeah. hours in dragon quest and jason's like oh i only spent 10 hours in smash or whatever it was and i was like yeah i spent five hours in links awakening that's all i did all last month so oh. um i picked it up a few times over the weekend just kind of played small bursts i think i have two dungeons left to go uh and links awakening i did however play it for the first time on the tv which i had not done i had played the entire oh, game in handheld okay. um I'm enjoying it a little bit more on the TV, although that blurry thing we always talk about is worse on TV than it is in handheld. So that didn't help. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't help. But I, but I'm still enjoying the game. I'm still having fun with it. Um, I'm doing a lot of the stuff that they added. Um, finding seashells, but I'm not like stopping the game and just searching out seashells. Yeah. Um, and then the whole um figurine quest. I don't know if you even saw it in the in the claw machine room. You can grab the people and put them on everyone's got, house.
1: Yeah, I got Yoshi and uh the the little the
0: little chain chomp chain chomp yeah yeah Yeah. so i i've done i don't know seven or eight of them they keep going i think there's like 10 total
1: so after you get yoshi it replaces it with another one
0: yeah yeah but but after a while they'll stop until you uncover more dungeons so it's like you can't just blow through that whole part of the game like you actually have to Mm -hmm. progress the actual main story and then you keep going back to the claw machine The, the stupid thing is is all you get when it's all said and done is you get the the price of the claw games drops to five instead of ten so so why would
1: you even want to play anymore and
0: you get a dungeon thing for Dompes dungeon thing that i I haven't even bothered to do yet either (laughs)
1: yeah it makes you do it at some point yeah
0: yeah so uh,
1: everyone talks about the claw game mm -hmm. what about the fishing is there any point to actually doing all that fishing because you keep getting heavier lures and i think it's more
0: hearts, and maybe it's like a bottle if i recall um. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's mostly just money, though. But if you, if you, as you get the different lures and you get the heavier fish, the bigger fish, the rewards are greater. So it's a good money making opportunity. Mainly is what people farmed it for. I
1: didn't need game. money though.
0: Well, if you want to keep playing the claw machine, but yeah, you're right. This game, like, <laughs> I, I I've found very problem. little reason to get money. Like you, once you get the bow and arrow and the shovel, like you're, you're good. <laughs> you, you don't need money it. anymore. Like, yeah. <laughs> I did get the boomerang, which I know you didn't get. So. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm kind of upset about that because when I started to rely on. Walkthroughs, yes, I know to get through some of these dungeons. Um, I, it would read like dispatch so and so with a boomerang, and I'm like, I don't have the boomerang. <laughs> I guess I'll just run, <laughs> just run away.
0: Um, but yeah, so I'm playing that. The good news is uh, I did take a page out of uh, you and Jason Lacey's uh, book, and I decided to check and see if my library had Luigi's Mansion. Uh huh. And it did. <gasps> and it wasn't my local one but it was another one in the state so they'll ship you know nice. to each other and get it yeah. to there. to so I, I reserved it but it was literally the day they were checking it into that library so i placed the hold i got the first hold and it's on its way i should have it tomorrow actually recording oh, this, nice. so um i will report back on that me and my wife are gonna try and play it as much as possible uh i don't know how long our rentals are it's either depending on the library it's either like two weeks or a month i right. hope it's a month because i got disney coming up so i'd like to have it for disney i can take it with me kind of deal the plan would be nice yeah um but yes yeah, so i'll be reporting on that everyone says i should be playing it and i just didn't really have the money for it right now didn't want to spend the money on it so i was like well we'll rent it and then if we really like it we'll just get it after that so
1: but cool. that's it that's so all i've been playing hopefully, man. We get a, hopefully we get it around the same time because i'm still waiting the the library is really great about getting those first party t- titles i've noticed but man they only have three copies of dragon quest three for like a oh, that's the one, one i didn't check the hour game or whatever yeah <laughs> it's like good lord come on who's that's the <laughs> one i meant to check
0: i did i did check for file fire emblem three houses we don't have it i checked for pokemon we don't have that but then we had luigi's that's mansion like,
1: shoe in why wouldn't they get the pokemon i,
0: I have no idea so that's why i like, I totally forgot about dragon quest I, I thought there was another one i'm like i could not remember but dragon quest is the only one i want to try and get so or even dragon quest builders i'll even play that so
1: before we move on um yeah. With Links awakening, what's taking you so long to beat it? Like it sounds like you're not playing it. Is it because you don't feel like playing it or is it because it's a it fulfills a certain niche in your gaming category where you're like I only play it at this time or or whatever. I just don't play my Switch. I don't pick it up that's the problem is like, I don't
0: yeah. I, I, whenever I have the opportunity I'm playing on the Xbox with these other bigger, you know, star Wars experiences versus link's awakening, which is great, but it's, it's also something I've already played. So like, yeah, I'm having to be like, Hmm, where's this again? But like it it's comes back to you after a while and you're like, okay, these puzzles that for a first time, player might be like oh okay i wonder how this goes the second i see it i'm like oh yeah i think i remember how to do this and like or i walk into a room and i know right away if i can't do something so i just turn around go back till i get whatever item i need so like those types of things take away a little bit of the fun for me i think Mm -hmm. um but the main thing is just because it's on the switch and i don't i just don't play the switch as much that the joy-con drifts are driving me nuts oh gosh, Um, it's fine if i'm holding something like so link's awakening is actually not bad because i'm constantly has my my finger on the the joy-con so i'm always moving him anyway if i were to let it go for whatever reason which would never happened the game he'll start walking off in a direction but that kind of game doesn't affect me but if i'm playing something like a splatoon or a mario kart that drift makes it near impossible to play because it's always going to be moving in an opposite direction of what you're trying to do yeah um so that's really annoying me but if i play on the tv at least i can play with my controller so i'm not worried about it i'm not a tabletop switch person you know yeah yeah That screen's too small for me to do that unless I'm holding it.
1: <laughs> I'm too old for that.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, but yeah, that's the main reason. It's not. It's not that I don't like it. It's just I don't pick up the switch as much to play anymore. Yeah, um, I hear you there. It's always like a second option. It's like if I have the options Xbox. Well, if I can't play Xbox, then I guess I'll go ahead and play Switch. And that's kind of really all it is.
1: Okay.
0: But Luigi's Mansion will change that because I will definitely be motivated to play it as will the wife. So we'll we'll play as Luigi and Guigi. uh who will be the Guigi? I don't know. I'm guessing probably me because she won't want to do that. <laughs> She'll be like, Gooigi, this is stupid. Yeah, pretty much. Who's yeah. ever heard of a Gooigi? I'd be like, um, actually, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> in the lore of the Mushroom <laughs> Kingdom.
0: Well, you never heard of Gooigi? <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's referenced in the first comic.
0: It's <laughs> like, this comics,
1: Shush woman. <laughs> exactly. Oh, there's a whole world you don't even know. Yeah,
0: you you don't even know. <laughs> All right, well, that's enough about us. Let's hear it from you guys. It's time to check out what you've sent us. So it's time to listen to the messages. Message for you, sir. Let's go with the second one first. I feel like this is the shorter one. Dev sends us a message and his exact words were, uh, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a... No, no what what is your most anticipated game that hasn't been released yet and why is it cyberpunk 2077 hashtag prime question mm, i love that hashtag mm. he, he's the only one that uses it but i do love that <laughs> it's it's a good one. more people should get on that it's true that's true from now on we refuse to accept your questions unless they're hashtag prime question <laughs> anyway
1: why don't you go first <laughs> i was gonna say because we really can <laughs> afford to do that yeah right um well, I w- okay, I'll go first, but I do want to ask you uh, something, so don't let me forget that. I mean, yes, Cyber 2077 is Cyber, Cyber 2077, Cyberpunk. <laughs> hello, punk. punk. Do you feel lucky? Um, what the hell is going on? Um, it is the obvious answer, right? You know, for me, yeah. especially, I've talked about this is like. I I'm just ready. I'm just waiting for it to come come to me. Um but I was thinking about it and there are uh, if I can remember them there are a few other games uh like Beyond Good and Evil 2 if that ever oh, actually geez. comes out. Right. Um but yeah, as of yet unreleased. Uh I've really had an urge to go back and play the original for some reason which hmm. to me is probably going to be harder and harder to do yeah. i should probably just wait until they re- well they'll never remaster it. They can't even get the second game out. Nope. Um and then I think there was another one, uh, but I don't, clearly not as important because I don't remember. <laughs> it. Uh, but what I was going to ask you is mm-hmm. what are your feelings on cyberpunk 2077? Cause I haven't really heard you say too much about mm. it that I can remember, but uh... so
0: I am excited for it. Um, a couple reasons: reasons. The, the theme of the game hits with me. I like a good cyber cyber game type deal. Heck yeah. Uh, Uh, i i I like me a good keanu reeves i'm good i'm good with that so that's two two things (laughs)
1: i'm totally in your head
0: (laughs) um so i'm all for that and i do like so i never gave Witcher three probably the fair share shake it deserved and that was on my list of games i wanted to play this year and beat which clearly didn't happen at this point and probably won't to be honest yeah um but I, I respect what they've done for a relatively smaller studio in comparison to some of these giant ones. Um, and I know they always have a good narrative with their stuff. So I'm excited to see what they do in a different take that's not you know medieval, which doesn't always connect with me. And that's my problem, not yeah. not the designer's problem. That's just how I've always been. Um, this one definitely is on my radar. And it, it, I'm a little torn here, Dev. I don't know if this is my most anticipated or the only other game that I know of or that I can recall right now actually false. there's three madden this one 21. what was that
1: madden 21 <laughs> no <laughs> this one
0: um animal crossing new horizons oh, that's wow. just me i'm an animal crossing guy so nah, i enjoy bad, those games man. that's a great time waster game like when you don't really feel like playing something but you want to play something that's the game to play is animal crossing um and that's when my entire family engages in my old, older kids my wife we all play animal crossing so that would be a great thing to have back on a main console not on the handhelds as they've been that. the other one, Dev, you should also be hyped for would be Watch Dogs Legion is the other one on my list that I want to ah,
1: get to. Y- you know, that is true because he- you're all about the Watchdogs, mm-hmm. Dev. And so the fact that you said Cyberpunk 2077, you know, mm, kind of uh, is really showing where your loyalties lie. Yeah. I think. Yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm not sure which what? one of those are my top one,
0: but definitely those three are, are my highlights so far that what we know of for the year nice. uh, that I want to dig into.
1: I did remember the other game that I was going to say it, it is not quite as uh, I don't have as much fervor for it, but uh, Psychonauts 2 actually oh, is that's right. a huge surprise that they're even mm-hmm. making a second one. So right. uh, apparently just two, two games that are kind of similar in the sense that the fact that they're getting a sequel is <laughs> surprising. I guess that's what I like about the we'll
0: pass. That one will be that will be on Game Pass launch for free. So it will be. Yeah, Microsoft oh bought gosh. them. Microsoft uh, bought the oh, studio. Oh, that's right. So.
1: Yeah, I forgot about that. See, I'll tell you my strategy about about waiting for games to come out. <laughs> I just don't pay any attention to any of that stuff because it seems like before you know it, it's here. As yeah. opposed to like looking up every piece of Cyberpunk 2077 info I can, uh, then I just have a reminder of how long, how far away it is until it comes out. So. you yeah. go so the second is from Donnie. This
0: one's been on our list for a couple weeks. And we just didn't have time to address this. So we'll knock it out today. Yes. He asks, what does Prime think about China putting a curfew on gaming time for players under the age of 18? I'm not going to ask if you think it would ever happen here in the States because we know it wouldn't. So let's ask you a hypothetical. Do you think it might have an overall positive effect? Should it actually happen? Say during the rise of video games over the past, somehow America pulled it off. Would our kids today have a net benefit effect? And taking it another step further, do you think other aspects of the internet could use a little moderation? No Twitter after 10 p.m., fantasy sports, gambling sites, so on and so forth.
1: Lucas. Mm. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) Without being too political and putting my foot in my mouth, (laughs) I do feel like living in China might be a little bit different than living in America. Sure. In the sense that maybe there's a reason more people are, more kids are trying to play video games. Uh, I feel like there's probably a lot more escapism going on there. Um, mm. Just because of the, 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 the climate as it were there for, for the uh, populace. Um, I've been watching a lot of Simpsons lately and I feel like it would be like the episode of when itchy and scratchy was off the air or yep. was nobody liked it anymore. And all the yeah, they were like hugging and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all the kids go out to outside to play on the, the, the uh, playgrounds and stuff. It's hard to say if it would have a net benefit really, because there's more than just video games, right? There's, there's television, drugs, alcohol, all sorts of things. Um, I don't think we'd really notice a difference, honestly. I mean, it's so ingrained. Back in the days when it was just the SNES, you could easily say, all right, shut off your, your console and go to bed. But now it's like, all right, shut off your console and go to your phone and then go to your computer and then go to your television. It's like, it. It. I don't think it matters that much. You, it would be like the internet would be what you'd really have to cut off. Uh-huh. And so... I think from that sense, it really just comes down. I I believe in, you know, you parent your kids the way that you feel like you should. I, uh, that doesn't work for everybody, but. Right. um, And obviously there are people out there who have real problems with addiction when it comes Mm -hmm. to gaming. Uh, There is something in your brain. It just clicks with you for some reason. Those people uh, would be helped by this in some sense. But I think for most other people, most people just fluctuate. Some people play a lot of games for a certain period and then you know, then you go on to do something else and you come back to games 3 months later or whatever. Do you, could you imagine trying to get through a 60-hour game God. only able to play like what was it 90 minutes? Yeah, they can play minutes
0: 90 minutes a on a weekday, 3 hours on a weekend. Yeah. And holidays.
1: That would well, now they know what it's like to be an adult, so I guess they wouldn't have any <laughs> misconceptions about, say, I'm about like, that.
0: I'm, I'm, I was getting ready to jump in and say, this is terrible. And I'm thinking, I'm like, I probably only play 90 minutes of gaming on weekdays, and I don't think <laughs> I even get three hours on weekends and holidays. So, I mean, maybe some rare occasions, but I think I'm already living in China.
1: <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> is this? That's the real, that's the thing of it, is we're actually <laughs> in China right now. We don't even know it. Yeah, that's true. But so really they're just missing the, the, our days of your, when I remember playing like final fantasy seven VII and eight for eight hours or whatever. Yeah.
0: yeah. Or a if day. you get like a day, you get a day where the wife and kids are out and you can kind of play for four or five hours, something like that. Like, yeah, those are rare, but you technically but the you wouldn't be able to do that.
1: Yeah. The government said, well, and when I read the article that I have linked or that I was looking at, and I linked it here for you to look at, um, mm-hmm. they were talking about now place, uh, the people who make the video games and control this stuff have to put in like age verification stuff and all this other, like it's just more steps to to do things. And that never works out well. And at that
0: point, why not just, I mean, I get China, China's a huge market, but number one, they limit what content even comes into the country to begin with. Why even do business there then? Like, is it worth the extra effort to, to meet their requirements that let's be honest, could change any day that the, the president or prime minister, whatever they have there, feels weird because somebody said he looks like Winnie the Pooh, and you know, he's all thrown off for the thing and he, he makes changes. Then you have to go in and change your coding or whatever the case is. If it's a network game, whatever, so on and so forth. Like that's a lot mm-hmm. of for something that I don't see maybe is worth the effort. Like just sell every Well,
1: that's when you just get the interns to do it and that's don't pay true. them. anymore. that's true. That's true.
0: Um, I, so if we did in the States, I actually don't think overall it would be a positive thing thing um like you said you could just move on to other things here and so on and so forth but i think for a lot of kids now yes you have ones that have you know or you know these kids maybe shouldn't be playing for so long not every kid is like that some some use it as their primary form of entertainment so if i had a kid that hey i want to play video games for four hours after school you know i eat my dinner i do my homework do all that stuff but they don't watch TV like the other eight hours of the day, then I'm okay with that. Like it, yeah. but some kids will do the same thing, but just sit in front of the TV and watch that. It's like, is that any better? And you know, no, you know, maybe you're using your brain a little bit more in a video game and that, you know, hand, eye dexterity and stuff like that. I'm not saying like, that's a benefit of it, but that's something at least a little bit better than just staring and watching, you know, binge watching eight seasons of breaking bad or something. Um, <laughs>
1: if your kid's watching breaking bad, yeah. and he's eight years old. Yeah. What are you doing? Thing. You know,
0: parental controls on on streaming sites—that's pain in the ass. Um, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But overall, like, do I think other parts of the internet could use a little moderation? No Twitter at 10 PM—like that stuff would never fly. Because number one, how do you even control time zones? Like, what do you do there? Like, it, you just start turning off Twitter for people depending on what time zone they're in—that'd be really weird. Like, somebody tweets something and you want to respond, but you can't because it's. You know, after 8 p.m. in your time or something like that. So sense.
1: that yeah, oh, the news sites can't report any news. Right. On right, right.
0: So that, that'd be weird. Do I think the one thing I would say, I think online gambling sites, I'm okay if we got rid of those. Um, I'm not against gambling, but at least go somewhere to gamble. <laughs> like get up off your ass and go somewhere. Have a couple cocktails, we'll go watch a show, go see a comedian or something, have a dinner. Yeah, but like, hit, not hit everybody has
1: enough money to go and do uh, go out and gamble. Some people are have to do the poor way of gambling, which is <laughs> yeah. stay at home on your fast, broadband internet and
0: right. If you're if you're at that point, then you probably shouldn't be shouldn't be broadband. You shouldn't be gambling online anyway, then. Um that's that's my stance on it there. So yeah. Not gonna happen. <laughs>
1: More reasons to not move to China.
0: <laughs> it's true. It that way, It's true. Let's all uh, cross that off my bucket
1: list. <laughs> uh, not moving to China anymore. Ugh. Jeez gosh. Ugh.
0: All right. That wraps it up for questions this week. Thank you guys for sending those in. As a reminder, you could always send it to us. You can tweet us at PSVG or hit us up in the discord. We will normally tweet out uh, either the day of or the day before. Or, you know, with our scheduling, we don't know when we're recording half the time. So just, just send it to us and we'll throw it in the next show as soon as we can for you. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, but it's time to move on to the news. the week. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite news outlet on the Citadel. Sir Lucas, yeah. you shall go first, sir.
1: Okay, um, I'm going to go with my least um, impactful story here, mm-hmm. but I thought this was kind of interesting. So the headline reads, Kojima's getting ready, quote, to make the scariest horror game, end quote. And if that doesn't excite you, I don't know what does. Um, obviously, Death Stranding has all wrapped up. That's, that's, that's shipped. And uh, so what he does, apparently, is he goes out and he gets the scariest movies he can find, and he watches them to get into the mood to make a scary game. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of cute because he talks about – he made a uh, Twitter post where uh, he says, As to make the scariest horror game, I'll watch the scary movies in order to awaken my horror soul. The Eye is the Thai horror movie I rent when making P.T., so, uh um, mm. silent Hill trailer yeah. thing, but was too scary to finish watching the package is scary. So I rented the disc only, will I be <laughs> able to finish watching? And he posted a picture and it's not a, like, it must just unnerve him in a certain way because it's really not that scary. Yeah, it's right? just like somebody staring and it's oddly colored or whatever. But yeah, basically I just, first of all, that's just funny and endearing, but I don't know. I, I he has a certain brand that we've all come to either love or hate, whatever. It doesn't matter, but he has a certain brand that he can bring to certain types of games, action horror, and I'm kind of looking forward to it. You know, it was really a bummer. I never got to play uh, the PT um, silent Hill thing, but I've certainly watched plenty of videos of other people playing it and it looked really promising. And, it didn't look like anything else that I had seen up to that point. Not really. So yeah, I'm just really excited for this to see what he comes up with.
0: Yeah, me too. I I'm a Kojima guy. I haven't been able to play death Stranding yet. Um, But PT had me really excited for something that eventually never, never came to be. And I think because of his unorthodox style uh, of games and how he goes about doing them, that he can do a lot of interesting things that folks haven't done yet. And Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest thing. And, And his, his writing i mean we've all played portions of metal gear going wait what like as you hit these certain scenes you're like yeah he has this just way of doing it unlike anybody else in the industry right now. so i if i'm glad that he's going back to this like i was kind of hoping that would be the first thing he would do when he got his own studio but obviously death stranding came out first and then now this hopefully is his next project if he sticks with it um i'm all for it because this is what i wanted in the first place from him
1: yeah that's true hopefully some of that those ideas can just kind of transfer over. Obviously it's not mm. going to be silent Hills. But, right. Uh, I guess the big question is, will it be first person or will it be third person? Cause silent, the PT thing was first person, first person.
0: I feel like he'd still do first person just cause he didn't get to do that yet. And I, I just feel after playing resident evil seven. Mm-hmm. Which was all in first person as well, and even playing the Resident Evil Two remake, which is third person, I find the the horror and the unnerving of the gameplay is much more effective in a first person mode. I agree. Um, like Re- uh, like yeah, 7 and um, oh gosh, what was that other one um, that Sean Baichu did? Um, he did the voices for
1: Outcat okay, or Outlast.
0: Outlast, Outlast, too. The same way, like those games, I find to be just more un- unnerving, just because it puts you in the perspective of that player yeah and it makes your imagination a little bit more wild with it
1: you don't have the freedom to look around like i'm gonna set the view to 90 degrees or whatever so i can literally see almost all the way around my character in a third person see
0: around the corner even though my character's facing a wall like yeah exactly yeah oh yeah we shall see we shall see but speaking of creepy things reports resident evil 3 remake is being planned for 2020 according to a pair of reports that leaked out um they Since they released Resident right Evil. <laughs> yeah, just did, just did. Somebody just dropped him. Um but yeah, given how well Resident Evil 2 did, um uh, loved overall, got great reviews as a candidate in most of uh game of awards that I've seen um so mm-hmm. far, it makes sense that Capcom would do it and Capcom's known for going back to the well numerous times as they have with Resident Evil games in general. Um they do it all the time. Now personally I was kind of maybe a resident evil eight coming out before they do another Yeah. You have resident evil seven, then resident evil two. think they go back and forth. Yeah. But I get why they're doing this might be easier. You're not rewriting a story. You have assets to work off of. Yes. It looks a whole lot better. Um, but yeah, supposedly resident evil three is coming. I did not play this one. This is one of only two, I think in the series I did not play. Mm-hmm. Um, but some folks in the discord were pretty hyped when this first leaked out. So
1: all I have to say is, because that's all he does is walk walk around and that's literally that has stayed with me up since i saw it in middle school probably or high school this what is it tyrant is that his name yep just walks around and says star spoilers i guess but (laughs) it'll be interesting to see because he does chase you around the game sort of like um mr Mr. x X yep I wonder if they'll keep that because he does it for a lot longer in the game, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, cause you, you kind of have to right? but back then it wasn't, it was not seen probably as much of a, as so much of a annoyance. Like mm-hmm. I could, I feel like it could be annoying now because that's not really how we make games these days.
0: Yeah. That was probably the, some of the least favorite sections I had in resident evil two was dealing with or X following you around. Yeah. At certain points, some points it was fine. But then after a while you're like, gosh, like just get out of the way. Like, let me go do what I need to do. Yeah. Because they're not really, I don't, I don't mean like he was a threat per se. Cause he could just end you real quick, but uh, like overall, like it was easy to just run around in circles and get away from him. That it was more just like, can we just get by this? Like you don't need him. Like I, I've proven I can get around you. Like just go away.
1: Yeah. Once you've seen it enough, you're just like, okay, I'm done.
0: Exactly. So I don't, I don't know how a whole game of that would would translate for me, but
1: and maybe it isn't the whole game. Maybe you kill them halfway through. I don't I don't know. I never played the whole thing, but mm. uh, I do remember that and it's probably the most important part. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> ask, ask anybody who's ever yeah. <laughs> ask anyone who's ever played RE3.
0: Fair enough. What else you got?
1: Uh speaking of games being released. <laughs> so, I guess for some people this will be a big either a big uh, surprise or a big disappointment, depending on your feelings on uh, VR. Mm -hmm. Because if you're familiar with the internet, you might be familiar with the meme of Half-Life 3 and how it'll never come out. Well, Valve did announce a Half-Life game and it's based on not Gordon Freeman, not the Mm -hmm. free man, (laughs) but Alex, the sidekick, who also had that awesome robot dog thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um from Half-Life 2 and also from the weird episodic things uh the what were those called? Half-Life hmm. I don't even remember. They were like episodes, right? You know what I'm were talking? The
0: episodes about? like The New was, Mesa whatever?
1: N- Black Mesa? No, that's the that's the remake. After this they they came out with uh there was like episode 1 and episode 2. Hold on. Okay.
0: Well, so yeah. Half-Life 2 episodes.
1: So it <laughs> it's is. Half-Life, Half-Life 2 episodes. Okay. Okay. So I wasn't going crazy. Nope. Uh, um, so a data leak from the Valve Source 2 game engine uncovered by Valve News Network in September of last year suggests the ex- existence of a new control system called the Gravity Gloves. Not gravity with a V, but gravity.
0: <laughs> um, Sounds like a Harry Potter item. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Big gloves.
1: <laughs> it's true. Ars Technica reports that multiple sources have confirmed that this is indeed a major control system in Half-Life. Alex, um, so this is a little bit of an older thing, uh, but basically, it's been announced. It's been. I've watched a trailer. The tone is interesting. It almost looks a little bit like a uh, horror light game. I mean, obviously, we have mm. crabs, we have right. zombies, and and stuff. So it's it's not that surprising, but I mean, they go so far as to show, and I don't know how much of this is set up because it's a trailer, but mm-hmm. you see your hands, you're wearing these gloves, and she's like, well, she, I you, she, this is getting real confusing, but you, you as the just player, assume my gender, <laughs> yeah, I did when you're playing this game, <laughs> Uh you push, like, there's she has a gun, and the player is looking for ammo, and she's pushing like paint cans off these shelves and stuff to find shells to put in the gun. And she's uh pushing stuff uh over these bookshelves. There's a lot of pushing on bookshelf things, um, a <laughs> lot of stuff in the way. Uh, she's looking at uh, like what's going on down in the hall and in. You know all of these things where you gain perspective because of VR, where you can you have the freedom to literally bob and weave sure. and, and contour in a way so that you can look around the corner in real life. And uh, I guess that surprised me. You know what I mean? Uh, a lot of people are saying this is probably the Half Life Three that we're going to get. Um, yeah. But here's the thing: as far as VR goes, this looks like a an actual legitimate game, game. <laughs> not yeah. An
0: experience.
1: Yeah. It's not, you're standing there in one spot, shooting zombies as they walk towards you. Mm-hmm. you know, this is a straight up game. And that to me, whether or not it's half life or anything, this is what I feel needs to happen for VR needed Agreed. to happen a long time ago. And valve is actually releasing it on other platforms, even though they have gone out of their way to make their own headset by this point. So that, all is really exciting to me honestly i I, agree. Thought, I thought with bethesda we were gonna get like uh doom and and fallout and skyrim on vr and that was gonna help but i don't think it really did so much because they closed it off per yeah. platform i think right. this will be the killer app mm-hmm. as close as we're gonna get
0: i agree i agree this looked really impressive it's definitely better than what I was thinking it was going to be as they were leading up to the announcement and actually unveiling what it was. Yeah, Cause everyone right away was like Half-Life three. I'm like, like it is not Half-Life three and it's not, no. but this does look really impressive. And you're right, regardless of what skin they throw over it to make it, you know, Half-Life game, it, it could be any game, but it's just the matter of the quality of what we're seeing there. And the fact that there's an actual game and not just an experience is something that we haven't seen yet, or we haven't seen done effectively yet. So this will be really what happens from here and to see if this motivates them to start working on half-life again. Yeah. Um, I, I do see a lot of people online, a little irritated that's only for VR, but I mean, that's, that's up to them. Like that's not, you know, I get people are upset because like the game has been so long and they're back and now it's a, it's a very niche market, but that's their call. And if this gets them working on it again, I'm actually get a half-life three because of it. Even better. Are forgetting yeah. like you can't make them say like oh all right, I take it back, we're not gonna release really, the now. Let's work on Half Life 3. Like that's
1: yeah. let them
0: make some money, let them show people still have interest in Half-Life. Let them see if maybe this is a, a hardware seller, even exactly for some people, which it might be.
1: Well, and it, I mean it's no different than having a, an exclusive on a console as, exactly. as concerned. I mean it's it's like twice as exclusive because you also need a computer, but speaking of which, that is the downside. I have right. read that the it's even worse than most uh, VR games. You need at least like twelve gigabytes of RAM, which is pretty high for most people. So it is going to be a beast. But on the plus side, for most people, it's games like this that really push the hardware. That for some reason want have like see most people who are um, the the um, the people who spend a lot of money and time in their computer. Mm. To actually buy this stuff, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're the ones who want to see, can it run crisis or can it run half-life, <laughs> <laughs> okay. you know? Yeah. So I don't know. It's really exciting. And I, I'm obviously I got my eyes on it because I'll want to play it, uh, when it comes out on my own headset.
0: Fair enough. So speaking of exciting things, Ooh, game awards announcements came out yes it's not really exciting but uh jeff or Geoff or goff Keeley's geoff geoff um released the list to a lot of controversy that we've seen um for the game of the year so i'm not going to go through all of the awards but i do want to highlight a couple here so for, nominated for game of the year mm-hmm. uh control death yeah. stranding mm-hmm. ash brothers ultimate not released this year resident evil 2 Sekiro shadows die twice and the outer worlds. Um, a pretty solid list. I'd say, except for me, I'm surprised. Well, not surprised. Smash deserves to be on there, but smash really should have just been nominated last year. I hate this whole, like it's got to have a November cutoff. Like that doesn't make sense. Like this is just an award show. You could literally have, you know, you don't need three months of planning to have, you know, the awards announced. Like it could be like, you know, this game's coming out. Like, it's very strange to me because at this point, S- Smash or so old, are removed. And I'm like, how is this even nominated for anything well, at this point?
1: And it almost feels like it's, I know game of the year kind of doesn't have a genre, but look at all of these games. They're single player mm-hmm. uh, story driven games. <laughs> you yeah. know. And then there's smash brothers, which is just an online fighting game.
0: Right. Right. Which I mean, yeah. sold, sold tons, but yeah, Seems really strange. And Sekiro Shadows die twice seems strange to me to be on this list, too, because I feel like not a lot of people talked about this game. So I, I'm kind of surprised it's there. You couldn't find another game at all. But,
1: yeah, that's true.
0: Um, another one I wanted to highlight here is best family game. Oh boy. So I have to scroll down. Bear with me one moment. Yeah, so you the place. Best family game. Okay. Luigi's Mansion Three. Okay. okay. Ring Fit Adventure okay okay get mario maker 2 okay super smash okay yoshi's crafted world okay couple notes here um number one ring fit adventure i feel is not a family game uh seeing pictures of people sweating and like gasping for breath i do not want a six-year-old playing (laughs) this game um it's fine my major criticism is how is it only nintendo games like so there's no family game anywhere else console but they literally just listed everything nintendo released this year with the exception of pokemon
1: yeah that's true i mean pummel party's not even on here right that's a great family game (laughs) (laughs) um it is it's funny too because it's not even like to me this is where you find those board games that have been put into like the video game realm, and here mm-hmm. it's just like no; these are just games that are appropriate around children. <laughs> yeah, you know. And if you look at it that way, it really does open it up more to to um, the family game genre. I, yeah, that is weird. And Ring Fit, it's all weird. Who does yeah. this? Who 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 is in charge of this list?
0: I, I don't know. Um, so a couple more highlights here. For some reason, there is one, two, three, four, five, six categories for esports. Now, I'm not against esports getting awards. However, there's an award for best esports game. How is that a category? There's only select games that are even played for esports, and they pretty much just listen them all. It's it's (laughs) Counter Strike, Counter Strike Go, Dota 2, Fortnite, League of Legends, and Overwatch.
1: So they just want to know who, what, like what came out on top, like who, what's going to have the biggest following, basically. Sure,
0: but here's the thing: is, that list probably hasn't changed in the last three years. All these games have esports. Like, there's nothing That's new true. here. That's true. <laughs> so you have uh, best esports player. I'm all for that. They should be recognized. Best esports team. Oh, cool with that. Best esports event. kind of, kind of weird. Right? Like it. Fortnite World Cup. All it was was they just played Fortnite. Like, how is that? I don't I don't get it. Um, Evo is a little bit different because at least it's all different games involved, but like the yeah. one where it's one thing, I'm like, what makes it any different than any other well Overwatch, you know, esport event or Fortnite me, esport
1: event? To me, all that some most people are just going to vote for the thing they follow. And right. I feel like most people probably only follow one or two things. Exactly. So if I'm an overwatch fan, I'm just gonna click on all the things that say Overwatch mm-hmm. or have
0: to do with Overwatch best esports coach why is that even a thing weird (laughs) why is that a thing like number one apologies to like kyle and kabowski if you guys are listening you actually know like the coaches for like the overwatch leagues i know you guys follow that but it's like why why is that a thing i don't i don't get it what
1: is shoot better have better aim I, i mean we haven't quite legitimately like well legitimized Mm -hmm. game awards and then you're throwing esports in there i feel like you're just trying to do too much all at once
0: yep and then the most atrocious one best esports host
1: (laughs) that's like now i don't even care like what are you doing
0: yeah it's very odd i i did find one category funny and and i'll tell a little story about this so content creator of the year so basically streamer of the year okay so the nominees were courage I, I've heard the name, but I'm not too familiar. Doctor Lupo, who I know, uh, Ewok, no idea. Uh, Grefg, G R E F G. I don't even know how you say it. Grefg. I don't know. <laughs> and then Shroud, who I think is an incredible player. He's a great streamer. Like he, he's brilliant in a lot of games that he plays. Uh, Fortnite, Apex. Like he's very, very skilled. Um, none of these people actually do anything i don't want to say anything more as if they need to but they don't do anything more other than just stream whatever game they're playing there's no attempt at doing anything any production value anything like that Yeah, i was
1: gonna say they're not really content creators they're right just streamers.
0: right and and ideally like these guys could all just be esports players like they could just be at ad- like if they wanted to join a team they would just be the same as those um noticeably so shroud is up there is one of the highest you know following as far as streamers go but ninja isn't on here which, far be it for me to defend Ninja, but like the one of the largest guys not nominated—that's very strange. Yeah, especially considering he made waves and made the move to Mixer from Twitch. So I don't know if that's well. If he's that's not a, a he content slumped.
1: creator; he's a streamer. There's a difference. Well, sure,
0: okay. So I mean, that's <laughs> just, I, mean,
1: I, I don't know what the difference.
0: No, is. I mean, like you're, you're you're right. That's the same argument like what we just said. Like, but I mean, at least he has sessions. He'll stop. He'll actually talk to the camera. Like talks. He's not just playing a game and people are watching him just play. Like he actually interacts. Does other things. I'll give him some credit there. Um, jack
1: Jacksepticeye, that's what I want to know. I
0: know the, the person who took the most offenses was Dr. Disrespect,
1: who just <laughs> oh, yes. won
0: a Streamer of the Year award. That's true, and like that was snubbed here, and not even nominated. So he took time out of his stream the day that these came out. He's like, All right, uh, apparently, I need to check out the the game awards reviews. And he, like, he goes to the website and he's looking through, and he's like, Yeah, and he's like, courage dr lupo and he goes to shroud and shrouds his his friend in real life he's like oh great to see shroud on here and he's like oh here weird and then he gets a phone call from his cell phone which he only uses a flip phone and he opens it up he goes oh joff goff jeff goff jock 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 jeff jock like he just makes entire time about how he wasn't nominated and then he just goes off and he's like I am the best I'm the D champion. He's like I got it. he pulls out the award he just got like from his desk and he just goes off on a rant how he wasn't even nominated
1: I, I mean he has to right he has to go off because it it, it it legitimizes the entire content creator of the year yeah yeah, it's ridiculous
0: yeah so the, the list just continues well, to be controversial
1: if it makes anybody else feel better like the um oscars have plenty of that's true you know categories where every they don't even televise that part because nobody cares except yeah. for who work in that that field
0: that they field. do like here's the given off the air and just
1: like scrolls down real quick oh that's like three-fourths of the awards actually never mind. yeah uh
0: the only other news tidbit i had real quick was uh stated to k2 is coming to steam next year so that's kind of a big deal. Microsoft developed game. Cause they own the studio.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So the, and it will be uh cross play enabled with uh Xbox. So you can, maybe you I can get someone to play with me. I'll say coach Mo's looking to play state Gay too. And I'm, I'm thinking about redownloading, give another shot. Cause I didn't hate it, but I found it a little lonely when you play by yourself. So I, yeah. I think playing with other people would be cool. So uh, you might, you might have another player there coach. If you're listening Two other players, well, I met you. Cause I, I kind of already said I'd do it. So, Oh, Unless you're bringing somebody else.
1: Is there somebody else you're not telling me about? Yeah, I'm going to bring my son. Uh, he's four years old and he loves shooting zombies. Nice. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, you got anything else before we wrap this up? Yeah. Speaking of Steam real quick, this is my biggest news, I think. Mm. Uh, real big news. Steam's remote play goes live and maybe the best thing to happen to PC multiplayer in ages. That's just conjecture. But seriously... <laughs> um, I mean, that's your opinion. That's just like your opinion, man. I can't believe they put that in the the headline. What what kind of news source is this? Anyways, so yeah, I think Donnie had mentioned, like, Steam just kind of doing whatever they want and testing things and then just releasing it to, like, no fanfare, apparently, until a news <laughs> yeah. site picks up on it? But uh, here's the thing. This is a good thing. This is a really good thing. This is a thing that gets rid of things like parsec if you're if you're familiar with oh yeah yeah. trying to play local co-op only games with over the internet with your friends now it just left beta which means it's officially live which means you can actually do it instead of having to go into steam and turn on a beta thing and no it's 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 happening now what that means is only one player needs to own the game that you want to play that alone is huge So you don't have to buy, you don't have to get these multi-packs of four game, you know, four Hmm. uh, copies of the game and gift to your friends. Josh, I'm thinking of you, (laughs) having to buy so many games just so we can play together. Um, So how it works is one person hosts, so it's a locally hosted thing, and it invites up to three others, assuming you're your internet can handle that um stadia people i think you probably already know if your internet can handle three other people since you've right. already been looking up your megabytes per second for the last three months um but also they uh they don't have to play on their pc necessarily you could also play on your android or ios devices mm. I thought that was pretty cool via uh like a steam link app type deal um so yeah, pretty interesting. They are also doing a sale, which is probably pretty close to ending soon for couch co-op games yeah, that have that enabled. Um, but yeah, I mean, that is really cool because there are plenty of games that come out on Steam that they don't have the ability to really do net code and that kind of thing, but they'll easily add a couch co-op. And a lot of the time, it almost seems to be one or the other. You either mm-hmm. get couch co-op or you don't. Overcooked. Uh, yeah the first one is a good example. So, I mean, I don't see how this can't be a bad thing. You know, this is really cool. And uh, I think it's probably going to get a lot more casual users to play steam. The people who don't have to buy the game just to come and play, just, you know, download steam and boom, there you go.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think, I think it's very cool. Um, It would definitely get me to play more games with with you and Josh. If my, my rig could actually handle them um, when, when stuff like that pops up, but not that, that's a great way to get in, especially with like a lot of the older games that are still on steam that people might want to play. It's like, well, there's no online capability in some of these older games. Well, now we can just do this instead and it works. Right. Um, my only concern would kind of be like, all right, so let's say hypothetically uh pummel party was one of these titles. I don't mm-hmm. think it is going to see it in that steam sale or whatever, but let's say it was, and, and you're hosting it. How do you really need to make sure for, are playing off that same stream? Like, is it going to get bad results? Is it going to be clear? Like, older games, if it was just two people, I, I think it'd be great. But I feel like if you get to three or four, it could get a little bit uh, icky. Harry?
1: I yeah. Know. And I think it depends because, like, l- uh, even let's say Mortal Kombat 11, yeah. two players, that requires a lot of input latency reduction. And I can't imagine that the person who's like, basically dialing into your computer is going to win that often, no matter how good it is. It'll probably, I would imagine it would probably feel almost as laggy as a match of smash brothers.
0: Yeah. Ultimate. That's fair. But maybe now you can beat Josh in mortal
1: Kombat If you do it that way, (laughs) I have never played him in mortal Kombat because he bought it on an inferior device. Ah. I think it was the PlayStation. I don't know. Now I'm just throwing everyone under the butt. Uh, Probably. Maybe it was. Yeah, I think you're right. It was the Xbox. I don't know. You people in your multiple consoles, goodness gracious, stop flaunting yeah. your wealth.
0: I think that's stopping real soon for me anyway, Tilly. I don't think next gen I'm going in with with much going on. So I'll be I'll be right there with you. Might Quick. might be invested in my
1: computer. I don't know. Quick question. Yes. I'm seeing pictures of the PS5, and it looks like a briefcase. Yeah, what is going on? Is that? I real? have no idea. That they could be real.
0: I, I, they're saying it's real, but I don't know if that's like what the home version look like. It's not. It, that might be like a dev kit. Um, it has to be. It has that's to what be. I think, because it's it's ugly.
1: If it's that's the like case, HDMI. It looks like a AV receiver. Yeah, <laughs> so many yeah. And Outputs and toggles and buttons it's well, i guess
0: it's how, how it has like a two second load time maybe i don't know like it it might be i don't know it, the, the ps4 pro is ugly that was the thing that looked like the hamburger it was like the, the triple stacks oh like the same wow. thing so they're not known for their their design sleekness and i still like look at the xbox ne- next to my ps4 and i'm like why is the ps4 shaped like one of those old pink erasers because it has like that slanted <laughs> edge it's weird i don't know
1: it, it, they stop it playstation (laughs) knock it off right now (laughs) get a designer who isn't the one you've been using since the ps2 era and get it together get with it
0: get in or get out
1: speaking of getting out what do you say we do the same lucas all right yeah let's do it where can people find you uh i hang out in the discord let's just be honest right now you can at me on there and i will i will find you and i will talk to you uh i'm also on twitter but there's a lot of there's a lot of noise on Twitter. I'm getting tagged in all sorts of things. I don't even know what half of it, half of it is. So I don't always check that. But uh, I also talk about my daily life, not just my gaming life, on a little uh, podcast we do called Flux Post. So if you want to check that out and hear more ridiculousness about me and my co-host, then uh, you can do that.
0: I meant, like, where can people find you right now, Is in, like, oh, I'm in my basement, but Jesus, Lucas, fine, whatever.
1: Well, here, let me go on Google Maps and get my actual co- coordinates. We'll put that
0: in the show notes so people can go
1: right to your house. Put put an actual Google Map link, <laughs> and then you click on it, and it shows where I live.
0: And please let it be, like, one of those images when they take a picture of your house, you happen to be outside, like, mowing the lawn or something. So just, like, yes.
1: waving to Or the the time I threw every piece of garbage I had out in the (laughs) lawn. Man, he lives in a real garbage dump. It'd be fantastic. It'd be fantastic.
0: Um, People can follow me on Twitter at PSVG. Kevin, please follow the show at PSVG to get news on all of the great things our network does. Head over to the website, PSVG.blog to find links to all things, including our Discord, Patreon, uh, YouTube, Twitch. Everything we do is all linked up there. But most importantly, as always, we ask, ladies and gentlemen, that you never... Stop gaming! Burr, 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 burr. This has been a PSVG production. Any music, sound effects, or
1: the like is owned by their respective copyright holders. No infringement is intended. The views expressed in this production are those of the individual contributor and may not necessarily reflect PSVG. This production may not be repurposed, reused or redistributed without the express written consent of PSVG. PSVG is powered by patrons at patreon.com PSVG. Become a patron to get special perks, including
0: access to exclusive content.